super duty tough work. We are here. How you been, man? Where you been at, man? I mean, hey, I've been here. I've been in the same place. You the one that's all over the freaking globe. This is true. It's true. But I feel like I feel like you've been missing. Like, where's this dude been? You know what I mean? This is a very rhetorical question. You know, because clearly I've been the one who's been dipping. Like, where you been? Why are you hiding? You ain't really been right, hiding at right, all. Right. I just have not been around. But yeah, yeah. man. That's Happy like, New Year. Like, we haven't. Yeah, this is the first 2020, 2022 show. That's true. You didn't even do the New Year joint with us. Yeah, man. I, I wasn't feeling well, man. Like, Taya had COVID. My middle son had COVID. I didn't get COVID, but I just I just wasn't feeling good. Like, I had a migraine for like three days, man. Where every year, bro. Hey, you know, every I dipped year. in for a little bit, but I just couldn't I just couldn't hang. You can't no I more. I just couldn't hang. You got to admit that you're getting older now, bro. <laughs> hey, I am. Dude, I woke up yesterday. And like my hip was like, we good on work in a day. We oh, good man. on hip. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> it's like, I'm going to take the day off. You know what I'm saying? Like, phantom injury just out of oh, nowhere. Oh, man. Out of nowhere. Woke up, woke up, and my hip was like, nah, bro, we're not doing this. That's funny. Shit. We're not doing this today. That's funny. Hold on. Before we go too far, we got we to gotta, we gotta do this real quick. This episode of Super Duty Tough Work has been sponsored by Friends of the Show. Yes. Friends of Weightless, yes, uh, and Logic and Greenhouse and Blueprint for twenty some years, yeah, at least. You know our brother from Adam's family, yeah. Adam's family OG Alaska and his new record, uh, Human Zoo, which is a collaboration with product uh, producer Jason Griff. Which it's a dope album too. It's really yes, dope album. dope album. I've been listening to it while I've been driving to work this week. Yeah, man, it's some I'm joints old, on there. I'm old school. I burn CDs. Yeah, you know. Cause you know, once you get to the the, the, the Spotify, your, your shit be all over the place. Right. right so if right. I really want to listen to a record, I'll burn it on a CD, and then I just put it in my car. Cause yes, I still have a CD player. I know we got some young listeners. <laughs> they don't know what a CD is. They're like, what is this little <laughs> object? <laughs> what is this device you speak of? Yeah, they be holding up to their ear. I can't hear any music. <laughs> Hey, young motherfuckers, a CD. You need a CD player for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, they be trying to stuff it in their phone and shit. How does, does this fit in the, does the phone just, does it have a QR code on it? No. No. It's a CD. But yeah, Human Zoo is a dope record by, yeah. you know, Alaska, Jason Griff. As the title suggests, you know, and you might not know by the title, but the, t- the record is just about like, ideologies the way we think how we trap ourselves and kind of like the messiness of humans yes because there's a zoo out here yeah it's a fucking zoo like you know cats out of the cage like it's there's no (laughs) there's no zookeepers like there's no no it's just we just out here yeah out here yeah it's got guest appearances from uh love ulysses fat boy sharif preem rock alex ludovico priestley bruin Mm -hmm. no no juggernauts come on Mm mm-hmm Open Mike Eagle, Dex yep. C, Rob yep. Sonic, Zilla Rocker, Curly Castro, friends of the show as well. Yes, yes. So y'all know, man, uh, you can get this record at jasongriff.bandcamp.com backslash album backslash human dash zoo. Yeah, it's dope. Yeah. My, my favorite track is the title track. Oh, uh, mine is, uh, what's the second one? Ode to Scorsese. Oh, yeah, that joint is fire. Too. And it's a short record too. So it's yes. like 
it has mad replay value and it, it makes you want to listen to it multiple times because it's short. Yes, and it comes with four remixes on it. Yes. Uh, they have a special promo code for listeners of the, uh, of the show who want to buy the album. When you go to the band camp and want to buy a CD version, use the promo code SDTW. SDTW. You know, and uh, make that happen. Get that yes. discount. You and, won't uh, be sorry. No, it's a dope record. And, uh, you know, we hope that you will check that out. And we appreciate them for sponsoring this episode of the show. And uh, since it's, it's been a minute, and you know what happens when you and I ain't seen each other in a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, man, we talk for, like, the intro is like seven, 17-minute intros. Whenever I ain't seen you in, in more than a week, <laughs> the intros just get out of hand. Yeah, so, it's getting crazy. Get crazy. You know. How you been, driver? Hey, hey, man, look, a lot has happened since I last did this show. Hey. Your, your boy is not a trainee anymore. Yeah. Your boy graduated from trainee to real driver. Your boy got a truck assigned to him on his own. Yesterday was my first night actually sleeping in the truck. Mm. It was a wild experience. I couldn't believe it. I was like, holy shit, I'm really about to sleep in this joint. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it was cool though, because you know it's the newer trucks. It's like they got the whole, it's got this uh this auto start thing. Where when the temperature gets below a thing, it'll start on its own. Oh, that's dope. Warm the thing up. And then it's got a bunk temperature that it keeps all the time. Okay. You set the bunk temperature, and it'll kind of keep it popping. So your bunk area be nice and toasty. You know what I mean? While you're back there sleeping. And, uh, you know, man, I slept like 10 hours last night. Mm. I went to bed at 7.30. I woke up at 5 this morning. <laughs> yeah. And so I could see myself doing that a lot more in the future because it just helps you get the bag. You know what I mean? Like coming back here sometimes is hard. You come back here, I get time off, then you got to turn right back around and go back. To, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, man, I might just. And plus, you come home, you get to sleep in your bed. Yeah. You get to, you know, make food. Yeah. You get to, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you, it's familiar surroundings. It's just like coming home from tour. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes you be like, man, once I get in there, I don't want to get out. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. so, uh, it's all cold, but you know, your boy has made some strides. Finished my first week. You know, I probably, I did uh, some Ohio stuff. I delivered in Michigan twice. I was in PA uh, Monday. I'm supposed to go to uh, Maryland. Your boy's doing it, man. I'm doing it, man. You know, I got a boss now. It's kind of weird, you know. But, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's a different story. See, I'm a, I'm a month into my new job. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. But having a boss again is... Uh, kind of weird it's a little bit like you kind of <laughs> got people sending you emails asking you to do stuff you know for me like yeah, yeah sending yeah. me emails like yo like i need this done by this time it's yeah, like yeah you, you did that but can you do this too yeah like right. it's 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 wild it's wild i'm yeah. used to making my own schedule you know what I'm saying? yeah i feel like it's one of those things it's like it's just it's like a cat mouse game Every, whenever my boss tell me something i just be like you got it <laughs> <laughs> gotcha you got it, Chief, because I figure like, hey, he got his job to do, I do mine. You know what I mean? Right, right, You right, know, right. you do your thing, I do mine, kids stay out of my way. You know what I'm saying? I just keep it pushing. Like, all right, you got it. I ain't about to be debating with my boss. Hey, how can you? Man, why would I want to? Like, you got it. Even if I ain't going to turn around and do it immediately, I'd be like, hey, you got it. Mm -hmm. You know, that keeps yeah. the peace. <laughs> Facts. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, 
you know, it's been going good. It's been going good. So just finished my first week for everybody who's been wondering about the Adventures Blueprint with CDL. You know what I mean? It's going good. <laughs> Everything going according to plan. You know, uh, the adjustment is being made, you know, with me trying to do this and keep doing all the other things. So it's like weekends are my biggest time now. So I'm off on weekends. So, you know, the podcast will not stop, y'all. Yeah. And, for and, those that have been missing, you know, because we like we were a little spotty. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. And some or of it little... wasn't our fault. Some right. Like, right. Right. What's going on? So, I got know, trapped those... in Springfield for a week. <laughs> you did. You did. Because oh. we had plans to do it last week. Yeah. You know, I'm stuck. Just, yeah. I'm yeah. stuck in, in Springfield for a whole week waiting on the truck, trying to test out and become a real driver. And uh, that killed one of our. So now I got a truck. I got a route. I'm, I'm on account. So shit should be more regular in the coming weeks. And, you know, we appreciate your patience, man. And, and th- that's the longest fucking intro. We're not going to keep going. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That's fucking nine minutes too much. So. You know, I know y'all miss us, but we do have a show to do. And, you know, the things I just spoke about uh, kind of are a perfect segue to this week's topic. And this week's topic is a conversation I've had with mad people lately. It's you, Super, various other friends. And the question always comes up of why do rappers hate jobs? Mm. And it always comes back to that. Because since I've done this, so many people are like, yo, that's pretty fucking dope. You did that. <laughs> right. Right. But then, then they're like, I don't know if I'm trying to do that. Yeah, I don't know if I'm, <laughs> I don't know if that's in my wheelhouse. You and know what I mean? Meanwhile, <laughs> struggling. You know what I mean? Right. Like some cats, you know, they, they, it would help them a lot, you know? And so, you know, there's re- specific reasons why rappers hate jobs. We're going to talk about them in this episode. And so uh, we'll take a break. We'll be right back. We got you stuck off the realness. The most infamous. You heard of us. Official podcast murderers. The show comes equipped with few points to share. Grown man ideas for all those who care and want to grow. So go ahead and download every single week with a brand new episode. You're not alone in this world, cousin. So we share information and honest discussion and keep repping a culture like we supposed to. They spread gossip, but they never come close to. I can hear it inside their tone. They talk about the industry but never left their home you get laced up with bullet points and such plus empowering topics that they never would touch you can put your whole network against the team but super duty tough works the mvp most valuable podcast on mp3 priceless info but all of it's free so take these words home and think them through super duty tough work is coming at you now listening to Super Duty Tough Work with your host, Blueprint, raw and uncut, adult conversations, no shucking, no jiving, and no bullshit. Super Duty Tough Work. Yup. The most infamous podcast on planet Earth. Blueprint. The logic. Y'all know what we do. You know, we talk about the realest shit why rappers hate jobs as i mentioned earlier this week's episode is sponsored by jason griff and alaska's new album human zoo which which is a dope new record it's out now um you and i have both listened to it it's about you know human messiness and how humans although we think animals should be in zoos Mm -hmm. we actually should be in zoos the way that we be thinking and boxing ourselves and entrapping things and it's chaos it's crazy 
And I actually did an interview with Alaska on my five spot. It should be coming out soon. Did you? Yes, sir. You've been putting in work, man. I did. You know, I, on the lowest I, I little, lows. little things happening. You know what I okay, mean? Okay, okay. <laughs> I see you up there getting your shit together. Just going to pop out on the low with the Alaska interview, huh? <laughs> Y'all got to watch how Logic move over here. So he be having his little little secret shit going on. Mysterious advancement plans and shit. Secret formula. See, I, I I did the interview like a, a while ago though. But oh, it was what? while I was it was while I was doing the celestial stuff, so I didn't ah. have time to put it in there, but I did it a while ago. Yeah. Ah, oh, man, that's dope. That's dope. Yeah. yeah, well, I look forward to checking that out, you know. Me and those dudes go way back, you know. Me and Alaska and uh when we used to be in like a drinking crew called the the <laughs> Did I tell you, never tell you this? A drinking crew. Like, yeah, we that's, had a gang. It was called the yeah. Re-Up Gang. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, it was pretty bad. The Re-Up Gang. You know, <laughs> our, our, <laughs> and the, the, the whole code of the Re-Up Gang was that, like, if you saw somebody whose glass needed to be re-upped, you had to re-up them. Mm. So if you saw your man with, like, half a glass or less, you had to re-up up. And then you could, and then people was trying to get in the re-up gang. We had too many people trying to get in. We couldn't let everybody in. You had to be a certified drinker. You had to, because it takes goodwill to be in the, to, you know, to be in the re-up gang. You can't just right. leave your fellow man out there with a half empty cup, you know. So, <laughs> needless to say, we did a lot of drinking that summer on that paid dues tour. Yeah, we probably yeah. spent a lot of money. Yeah, we had members from Def Jux in the re-up gang. Mm. Rhyme Sayers dudes was in the re-up gang. You know what I mean? We had some living legends cats who's honorary members of the Re-Up gang. <laughs> Back in my drinking days, you know. Yeah. But, uh, okay. But yeah, please support them. Uh, once again, uh, the address to support that album is uh, jasongriff.bandcap.com backslash album backslash human zoo. Uh, please support those brothers. And uh, let's talk about why rappers hate jobs. Reason number one, <laughs> FOMO, fear of missing out. Yes. You know how it is, man. Like, <laughs> you might not have shit going on. Right. But you dead ass feel like, if I don't be around to do nothing, yeah. I'm going to miss out on something. <laughs> yeah. If I don't go to that show, you know, <laughs> what you going to call it is in town. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, I can't. I can't be having a job. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I gotta, it's sort of Tuesday, you know? What if I miss some shit? Yeah. I mean, I'm over here, you know, trying to write some rhymes and make some beats and make some songs. And, you know, if I start working, mm-hmm. I'll miss out on some ideas. Yeah. Some amazing song concepts. Mm-hmm. Maybe Kanye will call me. <laughs> Maybe Primo will call me. Yeah. You know, I mean, I haven't played a show in two years. Maybe they'll call too. <laughs> you know, yeah, bars are closed down, but you know. But you know, I, I maybe just, the alchemist will hit me up. He'll hear, he got to hear my music. He got to have heard. Come it. on, man. I just I just want to be ready. So if they call, mm-hmm. I ain't stuck in no job. You know what I'm saying? I just gotta be ready. I don't want to miss out. Mm-hmm. This is so real. <laughs> This is something I had to think about, you know, making this move. You know, because deep down, you don't want to admit that you got FOMO, but you be having FOMO. Like. <laughs> <laughs> a, a fear missing out. Like, okay, what happens if I don't have 24 hours a day to work on music? 
Right, 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 right. What the fuck happens? Like, what do I do? What happens to my ideas? What happens to my songs? What happens to this, to this whole creative thing I'm doing? Like, uh, I don't want to miss out. What if somebody call me for a show? What if somebody call me for a tour? What if somebody call me to, to, to hop on the track? Mm-hmm. Features, whatever. You be thinking you'll miss out, but like, bruh, you're not missing shit. You're not missing nothing, especially yeah. now. Like, yes. it's not like, it's not like cats are touring like they was back in 2010. You know, 2015, 2018. Like, it's not like you, it's 60 city tours you're missing out on where you can come home with 10 grand. You yeah. know, 15 grand, like yeah. 20 grand. You, there's, it's not like that right now. Yeah, yeah. That okay. makes sense. Like, you're not really missing nothing. No, no. I think the fear of missing out thing is just, it's just that. It's fear. You know what I'm saying? Like, you fear because you don't want to commit to nothing else. Right. You know, but the truth of the matter is if the music shit was really, cracking you wouldn't you wouldn't even be thinking about it you wouldn't need no job right you know but sometimes it's like people are afraid of getting jobs because they think they're gonna miss out on something you're really not missing out on nothing man you know earn some money and, and use whatever you do to make money if it's outside of of your art to kind of invest into your art and you'll yeah because you got to really think about it like when you're sitting there thinking that you're gonna miss out on something and ain't nothing happening mm-hmm. and you broke <laughs> you know, at some point you gotta wake up and Hold say, on, say that, like, say that, say that last part again. That last part, you gotta bring that back. Like you sitting there thinking you gonna miss out on something, ain't nothing happening, and you broke, and you're broke. Hello. When those things, when those things start to butt heads, you gotta start thinking about how can I? Because if I if I don't do anything, I can make music whenever I want. You know what I'm saying? It's not like nobody call it. It's not like anything's even really open like that. It's not like the clubs is popping like that. It's not like shows are popping like that. Like, what are you really missing out on? Say it again. You're not missing out on shit. You're not missing out on nothing but making money. Because the thing is, when you can't get out there and do shows, when you can't get out there and promote your art, you're not making any money. I agree. I agree, man. I had to come to that conclusion myself. Like, dude, I'm not really... I sat around with FOMO for like two years. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like we, we all did all artists. And it's, a lot of us still have it. Yeah. A lot of us still have it. We still are waiting, waiting on the local shows to pop, waiting mm-hmm. on the festival circuit to come back, yeah. waiting on the touring to come back, just waiting, 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 waiting on the vinyl to get back to normal. Mm-hmm. Fear of missing out, you know, do something. But don't because be what afraid. if that shit never get back to normal? Then what? Then you're just gonna be you've been you would have been sitting there five years just waiting. Yes, just <laughs> Broke. waiting. Broke for no reason. No reason. No reason. You know. And so yeah, FOMO guys. That's the number one reason rappers hate jobs. Number two reason rappers hate jobs is pride. This is the biggest thing. Yeah, this is the pride. biggest hurdle to climb. Yes. Pride is a motherfucker. Yeah. The reason to, for a lot of people who had artistic dreams, they will view themselves as failures the moment they have to actually get money from something that is not their art. Mm. They say to themselves, you know, well, if I was so good, why do I have to work this job over here? Mm-hmm. You know, they feel like they have, um, you know, they have failed. Yeah. Like if I'm such a dope artist, why can't I pay my bills off this shit? Mm-hmm. And if I get this job, this is telling everybody I fucking failed. 
That shit is not true at all. Not like, at all. No. The, I've been so open about this shit about getting my CDL. It's like, ain't a single motherfucker said I failed yet. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker's like, hey, man, that's kind of smart, man, because um, shit, ain't nobody touring. Truck drivers <laughs> making right. crazy. Truck drivers making hella money right now because they essential workers. Mm-hmm. I mean, shit, go ahead. Ain't like you out here, you know. But there's something inside of us that makes us fearful of that conversation, you know. Like, yeah. What if they, if they know I got a job, they're not gonna look at me the same. Yeah. Yeah, I went through this, you know, like you know, a lot of people might not know or might know, um, but with Waitlist, I was the first one that got to quit my job. Yes. Yes. And do music full time. Like I had a good couple years of doing music full time where I didn't have to go to work. Nice run. I had, you know what I'm saying? It was a, it was a good run. Before you, you know, start with having the kids. Yeah, before <laughs> yeah, I start having them kids. Extra kids. That just kind of. Yeah. Yeah, and it, and it changed it and I mean that was my motivation. It's like, you know, I got to take care of a family and I could have took care of one probably. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like I was doing okay, but you know, 2 3 it's time it's time to make that move. You know, yes. <laughs> and, and coming back from tour and getting little, you know, jobs to fill in the space doing that, that wasn't bringing in no money. That wasn't it wasn't feasible anymore. Yeah. You know what I'm saying to do it that way. So I had to, you know, I, f- I ended up finishing school, got my master's degree, and then I started making money to where I was, you know, sustaining and taking care of my family. But it was a difficult conversation to have with myself. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it yo, is. it's going to come back. You know what I'm saying? Something going to come around. <laughs> Something going to pop. You, dreams, right. You know, like it's right. Until like, you wake up and it's like, yo, like, you know, I got to pay rent. I got light yeah. bills. You know what I'm saying? Right. Getting them notices and shit. It's like, all right. Yeah, dude. You know, it's time. It's time yeah. to make that move. Like you said, and, you, and what do you do in the interim becomes the question. Right. Right. Like, what do you do in the interim? It's not whether it comes and goes because we all know we artists and there is an ebb and flow to this shit. You know, mm-hmm. you got album cycles. You got years where something you drop will just pop out of nowhere. You got right. years where some motherfuckers will start booking you heavy. You might take a year off. You might pop in. There's years where it kind of, there's an ebb and flow to it. Mm-hmm. But then the question comes, what do you do during those downward, you know what I'm saying, yeah. uh, 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 waves? What do you do? Do you just yeah. sit around on your hand and wait for the next upward wave? I don't think that's the move. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't. And I mean, and the thing is, like some people that have gotten to a point in their career where they make enough to where they can do, you know, a week of shows and be good for a couple months. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to cats that do a week of shows and are good for a week. You know what I mean? Like it's a (laughs) it's a different it's a different thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It it, it, There's a lot of pride there. And I think a lot of people are afraid of that conversation, you know, yeah. especially if you've had a run as a full time artist, you, 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 what you think people think about you is never as serious as what they do think about you. Oh, not at all. Especially, especially underground artists. Like, no, no. Most motherfuckers look at us like, dude, you get to make a living doing that kind of music. Mm-hmm. You a lucky motherfucker. Hell yeah. They don't look at it like, oh, you failed. You ain't shit. That- right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. They don't look at it like that. You know? Yeah, because they don't care. As long as the music continues, as long as you yeah. keep, you know what I'm saying, you keep giving them shit, they don't yeah. care how you do it. No. They, they don't, don't care. They don't care if you got a job. They don't it a makes job. them love you more if you got a job. Want some real shit. Facts. Facts. Feel more connected. You know? Yeah. Yeah, man. So that's number two. All right. Number three reason. Rappers hate jobs is perception. Perception, mm-hmm. perception. 
I've spoken about it before, but rapping is probably the sexiest job on the planet. Super sexy. It's right there with like basketball player, professional athlete. You know what I mean? Like those are the sexy jobs, man. Like mm-hmm. uh, social media influencer. You know what I mean? Like people love those jobs just because they just look good. You know, if you can make money doing those, or even if you don't make money, the perception is that that shit looks cool as fuck. Right, right. Everybody want to want to do those things. Everybody yeah. wants to. Yeah. Everybody, just too many people trying to do them. Mm-hmm. We're not got no shortage of rappers. Right. You know, ain't nobody walked out the house and like, man, you know what this world need? What? More fucking rappers. <laughs> More rappers, more producers. We, we, we. I mean, I've, I haven't heard enough rap this week. <laughs> there must not be enough rappers. Hey, you, mm. you want to rap? <laughs> we short over here. Yeah, I got a hundred grand for you. Uh, Sign on bonus, everything. We just, hey, we just need rappers. No one wants to rhyme words together anymore. Things yeah. you never heard a motherfucker say. <laughs> Rap is the most saturated shit on the planet, but yeah. it's the sexiest shit. Yeah. And so naturally when people have to go from art to doing some shit where you're sitting at a desk, the corporate procedural, you know what I mean? There's no sexiness to, to none of that other shit. It's just nah, cause you regular then. You regular. You regular. You just when like you're an artist. You, yeah. When you're an artist, cause even if you're a painter <laughs> and you're doing shows and you know, you got gallery openings and shit. Like, yeah. that shit's sexy as fuck. Yeah, you're the center of attention. You're the center of attention. Anything you can do where you're the center of attention, that's yeah. what people want to do. Yeah. They don't want to go somewhere where they got to sit in a cubicle and you you a number, essentially. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, keep it keep yeah. it real. Unless yeah. you're the fucking CEO or somewhere close, you're a fucking number. Yeah, you're Just keep sexy. it real. Nah, it's not you, sexy at all. Jimmy in accounting ain't sexy. <laughs> Right, right. Stacy right. and receiving, not sexy. <laughs> Al Shepard driving a truck, not sexy. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like, and nobody like growing driving. up like I want to do that. Nah, you know what nah, I'm saying? Nah, That's nah. what I want to do uh, when I get older. Yeah. When I start doing that, I'm gonna have mad hoes. <laughs> no one says that shit. <laughs> no, no one is look is looking at those occupations like they got groupies and, and benefits, and you get treated and you get in free places. Ain't no benefits. Right. Right, you know right. what I mean? It's like, I got the sexiest and the unsexiest job at the same time. Yeah, the benefits is medical. <laughs> right, right, right. That's the sexy health coverage. Right. 401k. 401k, that's that, sh- that shit look good. When that 401k come walking in, you know what I mean? With an ass, he'd be like, oh, that shit's sexy right there. <laughs> Older chicks be like, oh, you got, you got dental and vision? Okay. <laughs> you got vision too? Okay. You're making your life insurance okay. <laughs> that shit's oh, sexy man. to an older woman. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> oh. It ain't sexy by itself, man. So, you know, uh, no one wants to go from a sexy job to an unsexy job. Yeah. I get hard. it. I get it. You know, but the, the thing is not to, you're not telling nobody to quit your art. Right. Right. Keep making your art, but. Put yourself in a position to financially, you know, be able to invest in your art even more, you know. Yeah. And so, yeah, the shit is uh, it's not very sexy. But. <laughs> not <really. laughs> yeah, we'll take a break. We'll be right back. Right. Quick announcement. Over the years, we've frequently been asked by the listeners of our show 
if we would ever open up our platform to the public for advertising. We've always been interested in doing it, but in the past we never had the systems in place to make it work properly. I'm proud to announce that we are now officially accepting advertising from the public on Super Duty Tough Work. Meaning, if you are a business owner or an artist and would like to create more awareness about your product, service, or release on our platform, we're now in a position to be able to do that. For more information, email us at superdutytoughwork at weightless.net. That's superdutytoughwork at weightless.net. Tell us a little bit about who you are, what you would like to promote, and we'll get back to you as soon as possible about whether it's a good fit and go from there. Thanks for your time. Back to the show. All right, folks. We're back. Super duty, tough work. Blueprint, a logic. Most infamous podcast on planet Earth. Today we're talking about why rappers hate jobs. And, uh, you know, I hope y'all are getting a laugh out of some of these things, you know, because it's it's all real shit. You know what I mean? Like, we're not making fun of nobody. Like, we actually live this shit. Like, we are the same people. Like, we we can write these lists because we actually feel this way. (laughs) (laughs) This ain't no speculation. You know, like, oh, yeah, this is why I hate to get a job. A lot of reasons. (laughs) A lot of reasons. You know, um, so yeah. Oh, also, episode sponsor. You know what I mean? Human Zoo, Alaska, Jason Griff. Use the code SDTW and get 20% off of CD purchases. Use the code SDTW, get 20% off the CD purchase of the album. You know, shout out to them as a sponsor of this episode. Okay, number four reason rappers hate jobs. Laziness. Yeah, man. When you work for yourself, you can get up when you want. Go to bed when you want. You work as long as you want. You know what I'm saying? You can work as, you know, like clocking in. You can work or not work. Yeah. You can not work. You can sleep in. You can take a vacation day. Any day. Any day you want. You know what? I don't feel like working today. I'm going to take mad naps. Yep. I'm going to watch mad movies today. It's Netflix and chill day. That's it. Look, who the fuck would want to get that shit up on purpose? Right. Motherfuckers love that shit. You know what I mean? Just like, and, and let's say it, man. Like, you don't have to work as hard rapping as you do with no regular job. Facts. Most rappers are just that, rappers. They're not running businesses, maintaining websites, managing mm-hmm. their social media presence. They're mm-hmm. not booking tours, booking shows, handling merchandise. They're not doing the full. Right thing you know what i mean they're not a label no they're They're just rappers they're just artists on the label yeah which is the easiest job in this shit Mm -hmm. you write bars you show up record you disappear you come back music magically done yep then they get a release date you're like damn look at that artwork that artwork's fired you don't even have nothing to do with that (laughs) thanks you know single be out you don't know how it got on spotify no idea what a distributor is i've lived this life Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your first few years was like that. <laughs> yeah, I've lived this life. I know. Yeah. I know. You showed up with just bars like, yep, boom. All right, see you guys later. Yep. Wow, this album's great. <laughs> 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 you 
Be your own record. You be like, damn. <laughs> you killed this. You killed this. Oh, this is amazing. You know, after six mm. months of hard work and pulling my hair out, this shit sounds fucking amazing. <laughs> uh, that was amazing. We'll just do another one of these next month. I'm like, no, this shit was a lot of work, right? Yeah. But you know, a lot of rappers are lazy. And they're lazy because as we talk about just like the the perception and, and the fact that they don't have to do certain shit except the artistic shit. Uh, they know that if they get a real job, they can't really lay back like that. Yeah. And the artistic shit is the fun shit. You know what I'm yes. saying? They don't have to do any of the grunt work. They don't have to do any of the late nights, you know, yes. mixing and making sure mix sounds right and making sure this photo fits the fucking campaign and all that. They yeah. don't have to deal with none of that. Yeah. None of that. None of that. And it's, it's, it's very difficult. Yeah. I think I turned the corner on this one. There's been points where I realized like working for myself never meant that I was working less. Right. 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 You work like, more if anything else, if anything, if you're really trying to make it. Exactly. Like yeah. when I was working for Kroger, I probably worked eight to 10, 10 hours a day on average. Mm-hmm. When I started working for myself, all of a sudden it was, 12 16 18 yeah. hours yeah going to going to sleep at 4 a.m 5 a.m in the studio sleeping in the studio yeah. waking up back to work four days in a row no sleep when mm-hmm. you behind deadline it's like yo man why am i here tripping about giving somebody else eight ten hours a day mm-hmm. i'm working fucking 16 for myself <laughs> right right that would be right. a, a downgrade compared to the hours I'm putting in working for my fucking self. Yeah. Yeah. And it's consistent money. What? Yes. Consistent money. Cause that's the thing about working for yourself. Money ain't consistent. No, no, no. Your effort is consistent, but that don't mean oh, everything yeah. you do makes money. Exactly. You know, so I would be spending 16 hours doing some shit that ain't got n- no one will ever notice. And sometimes the shit that you have to do ain't necessarily to make money. No, no. It's to bring light on the stuff that makes money. Yes. You shoot a video, yep. you ain't nobody paying to watch your video on YouTube. Yes, it's true. You know it's what I'm saying? True, That's man. to put light on what you want them to spend money on. But you still have to spend money and time to do that shit. Yes. It's hard. It's a lot, it's a lot of work. I clock in for my job. I get paid from the time I clock in to the time I clock out. Yeah, bro. <laughs> That's a good feeling. Yeah, it's a good feeling. It's a good, good feeling. feeling. Like they can't waste feeling. none of your time. You just like, oh, okay, I'm on the clock. I'm yep. getting paid. Yeah. Hey, I want to have another meet. I don't care. I get paid. Right. You know, like right. I get paid by the mile. Long yeah. as the wheels is turning and earning. You know what I mean? <laughs> Fact. <laughs> Fact. <laughs> like, oh, what you need? Hey, we need you to go to. Oh, okay. Some dudes be having preferences. I don't want to drive. To, I don't like Michigan. I don't like whatever. They be like, oh, you, I, mean, I don't give a shit. I get paid by the mile. <laughs> <laughs> where i'm going i'm in the house i'm driving i don't care about none of these towns yep just send me tell me where to drop the shit off at dude all i do i deliver doors to home depot yeah you think i give a fuck about which home depots i deliver to i, I really don't just tell me to go i tell me just i'm just like put me in coach you just yep. point me in a direction i'm like a fullback you open you know what i mean <laughs> the hole, open, open the up, hole i'm running through it motherfucker that's it no matter what I don't care. The blaze going through the you the blaze requires me to run through this hole. That should be the, I'm running through this motherfucking hole. Yeah. That's it. I ain't thinking about it. Like, oh no, I don't want to run uh, off tackle today, coach. Nah, I'm running off tackle if you want me to run off tackle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting in between these seams, Jack. Wherever that bread is at. 
Oh, is it a bag in that hole? That's where yeah. I'm going. That's where yep. I'm going. I'm there. Yeah, yeah dude. So it's like, you know, just do it, you know. But I, I ain't lazy about that shit. So it's like, man, I get to, I get paid for my time. And then I can still come home and do this. And so like, you know, with every job, it's your responsibility. It's incumbent upon you to shape your work experience so that you have time for your art. Yeah. It's not your boss's job. It ain't your crew's job. It ain't your girl or your, your, your job, your boyfriend's job. Nah, it's your motherfucking job to, if you have a job, if you have work, it's your job to find a balance. Because mm-hmm. ain't no job going to be like, man, you know what? You've been here too much, man. Go home and make some beats. Yeah. Never hear that. Not happening. You have to decide how to change your work experience so that you get to do what you truly love. And honestly, if you get a job, it allows you to really focus a little more. And you don't waste time when you're making beats. You don't waste time when you're writing rhymes. You don't waste time when you're editing video because you know that your time is precious. You know what I'm saying? You have a lot more time. Yeah. You know, like you have, you have to make sure that you schedule your time wisely and you use your time wisely. And it, and it allows you to create more and create better shit in my opinion. Absolutely. So that's number four. Laziness. Number five reason. Rappers hate jobs. The benefits. Look, the benefits of being an artist are many. Yes. I mean, I can't count, you know, the amount of free booze I drank because I was that guy. Mm-hmm. I can't account the number of places I got in free because I was that guy. Yeah. You know. There's other things that we could talk about. I won't go into here. <laughs> I won't. I won't dip into that water. <laughs> but there's I, some benefits. There's some benefits. You know what I'm saying? There's, just, there's some things. There's benefits I can't go too deep in on here. But I've indulged in all of them. All of them. I definitely was not shy about <laughs> extracting my benefits from the game. So. <laughs> oh people man. People don't want to get that up. Uh, nobody want to get that up. Once you experience it, you don't want to get that up, man. Facts. You want to look, this is what funny is. This is a funny shit that just popped in my head last week. Right. I'm out with my trainer and shit. We driving through, uh, Maryland and shit. And he's talking about Hagerstown and shit, mm-hmm. you know, and driving through Hagerstown. I wanted to be like, oh yeah, me and the mayor of Hagerstown. Cool. I interviewed her on the podcast. <laughs> She's right, 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 right. But I, just, I was like, don't say nothing because right. this opens up a can of worms about <laughs> who you are, what you, you do. Are. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. Hey, okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I ain't never been there. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Go back to our episode about why people don't tell we why we don't tell people we rap. Yeah. We don't tell people we rap. We <laughs> go don't. back to that episode. Never tell nobody you rap. But I was like, it's like, yo, this the benefits of the social circle that you have. Mm-hmm when you do art or you're a public figure of any sort is such uh, an experience that it, it, it fucks people up when they can't do it no more. Yeah. Like detaching from that system where you're just like, you go somewhere, you go someplace, everybody knows you. People know your history. People fuck with you. Like you walk in, you instantly are like, you know, known in certain places where the average person is unknown in these same places. Some people get addicted to that. They don't want to yeah. go back to being a normal motherfucker. Yeah. 
You know, they they do anything they can and not go back. And and not getting a job is one of the things that they don't want to do because they feel like I can't get them benefits if I ain't a hundred percent involved over there. Right. But truth of the matter is you can't get the benefits if you're not successful over there. Right. You can do it all you want. That yeah, don't mean you're getting the benefits of it just because you <laughs> exactly. do it. Exactly. Facts. Yeah. Like doing it ain't the thing. Like be successful. That's mm-hmm. the benefits, you know. And so when you're successful, then everything starts working. So the goal is to be successful. Sometimes if you need more money, you might have to work. Right, right. Yeah, I do. But I know why they hate jobs. It's the benefits, man. A lot of those benefits. <laughs> Nobody want to get that shit out there. Okay, number six reason rappers hate jobs is they don't have any other career. They don't have no, they don't have nothing to fall back on. They have no valuable skills. Nothing. <laughs> they put nah. all their eggs in this basket, and once that basket run out, they out here naked. Like but a motherfucker. Naked. No but backup ass plan. naked. In the middle of a mud storm. <laughs> but ass naked. But ass naked. That is why. Like the benefit that I think I've always had with music was that technically I was successful before I started my music career. I went to college, I got my degree in computer science, and I was already working in corporate America for several years. I reached like senior analyst level, senior systems analyst level, and I was 27. You know what I'm saying? And you were making good money. I was making good money. So I good never looked, money. So I always looked at it like, even if this other stuff doesn't work out, I don't have to put all my eggs in this. You know what I'm saying? I, I can try rap. If it doesn't work out, I can go back to this. I got something to fall back on. Something to fall back on. What I think about a lot of these rappers is, like you said, they don't really have any trade, any career, any education that they had before rapping to fall back on if rap don't work out. Right. And because you don't, you don't really have a path to how you stabilize yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, you know how to wake up and hang out in studios and hang out at shows and drink and party and keep these crazy late hours and make music all day. But you don't really have like this skill that you can fall back on when shit hits the fan yeah and that's important yeah i mean it's true like you know we've been doing this stuff around the same amount of time but most of that time i've had a job yep i haven't stopped putting out albums yep you know what i'm saying like i i I did i did live off of music for a short amount of time but for the bulk of my career i had a real job yes (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like 40 plus hour salary job. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And it hasn't stopped my output. If anything, I've gotten more consistent and a lot more focused on what I want to do and how I want to do it because I've had the experience in corporate America, how to put together portfolios and shit like that to showcase. So now I'm like, yes. okay, let me put this shit over here. You know, yeah. but for most of my career, I've had a job. Yeah, man. And that's it's very important, man, because, you know, we talk about it on this thing before. There can be a lot of pressure mm-hmm. on you when you are self-employed. And that's it. And that's it. It's a lot of pressure. And one thing that people don't like to speak about is that pressure. I have done music full time from 2002 to 2022. 20 motherfucking years full time. No income from nothing else. And it, or if it was money I made off rap that I put into something else that made me money, but still rap 20 fucking mm-hmm. years. And I can tell you that there's an ebb and flow, but there is pressure there because 
you have to always be thinking a year in advance, two years in advance, three years in advance. And what happens if this don't work? What happens yeah. if that don't pop? I'm, what if I'm nobody taking, buys the record? Yeah, but I invested all this money in the record. Invested 10 G's, you made three. Yeah. Five. You know what well, I mean? How does yeah. that work? You can't take back-to-back losses like that for very long. And survive? Self-employed. No, no, no. Mm-mm. No, I definitely had weeks. Like last year, where I was just like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about, yo. I know exactly what you're talking about. Because you, you look at what you usually do. Yeah. And then, man. like, you get down, like, you know, two, three, four weeks in a row. Like, yo. We, we can't keep doing this. <laughs> we can't. We can't keep. We can't keep doing nah, this. Nah, nah. Something got to give, yo. Something got to give, man. Yeah. Look, last year was like a long ass ugly breakup mm. between me and music. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It, it wasn't even. It was just like two motherfuckers who've been together so long. You know what mm. I mean? And they trying to have this conversation. Like, man, look, hey, look. You, you know, I still love you. Right. <laughs> And I'm going to spend as much time with you as I can. I need you to, know. but I ain't sure about this. I, I'm having some doubts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was like a long breakup. You know, you be with a motherfucker like, you've been with him eight years, but the last four years was constant breaking up and making up. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was 2021. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then by halfway time, like, all right, man, look, look. Okay, we we got an understanding. You know, mm-hmm. I still I'm gonna be fucking with you forever, but right. I gotta go over here and do some other things. But like, you gotta have that conversation, man, and, and you gotta have something to fall back on. For me, I didn't want to go uh, back to IT. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do something that was just different that I felt resonated with me. Now I didn't have certain elements, and so far I'm really happy with my decision. You know, but I'm thankful that I took that time to do it now because, I mean, it's only been like ten weeks. Yeah. You know, I started trucking school November 25th. I'm sorry, October 25th. I was done November 22nd. Uh, I started work maybe two weeks after that. And, you know, it's like the beginning of the month. I haven't really been, you know, I've just been working now. One week into to working for real. I can finally get paid for real. Yeah. Only 10, 10 weeks. That's not that long. It's not like college. Right. But it's going to allow me to stabilize things that I wasn't happy with. You know, and, and certain things that other people got, I got them now, mm-hmm. you know, and I ain't got to sit around and wonder about, you know, dental and vision and all this other shit. And it's like, nah, I got all that shit now, too. Mm-hmm. Plus, I still do this. Um, it may not be forever. It may just be some shit that takes me to the next thing. Or maybe I just become an owner operator. And then at that point, I still do the trucking shit. I just don't have to work for somebody else. Who knows? But at the end of the day, I had to make a move. Right. You know what I mean? And I think some people need to make a move because they don't have nothing to fall back on. And once you realize that not having something to fall back on is the only thing keeping you somewhere, you got to make a change. Yeah, man. We ain't no spring chickens no more. No. no. You know what I'm saying? I'll I'll be for my birthday Tuesday. I'll be 42, man. Grown ass man. Yeah, like I can't. I I remember you was 17. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, shit. I got a grandson coming next week. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't got time to be playing these, you know, what if games. (laughs) I ain't got time. You know what I'm saying? I got a wife that want a house and want these things and want to travel. I ain't got time to be playing this game. Well, I hope y'all like this shit. No, man. Yeah, yeah. Like the car body and shit. Yeah, nah, bro. 
Which nah. one is the money under? You be guessing. Those, nope, money's not under that. <laughs> Those days are over, bro. <laughs> Gotta wake the fuck up. Yeah, man, you need something definitive when you get a little bit older, yeah. you know. And I think it's it's healthy, you know. So, you know, that's number six. Take a break, and we'll be right back. This is your weekly reminder that we have two books that you, as a listener or watcher of this podcast, need to absolutely own. The first is The 10 Traits of Successful Hip Hop Artists, and the second is The Social Media Cheat Code. Both of these books were released within the last year. The 10 Traits of Successful Hip Hop Artists is a book where I go through the stories and explain the traits that uh, are behind the success of some of the biggest names in hip hop today. Um, the book has got nothing but amazing feedback. And if you are an artist, business person, whatever you do, if you would like to be inspired and would like to learn more about hip hop along the way and also see some some reinforcement of the concepts that we talk about on this podcast, the 10 traits of successful hip hop is for you. Second book is The Social Media Cheat Code. That is for everyone who listens to this podcast who does not uh, consider themselves an expert or really good at social media. It's not for super experienced people. It's actually for people who are on social media but are not getting the results you need. So what we did is I broke down like 12 or 13 strategies that I use all the time that actually work really well for me. I put it into book. I gave you examples and I tell you how to implement it. That's a book you absolutely need as a listener to this podcast, watcher this podcast. If you're on YouTube, supporting these books actually goes a long way towards supporting the podcast. So uh, to support the show, if you like what we do, obviously we don't necessarily get paid to do this shit. So support the products and services that we create. And these two books are a big part of that. We appreciate your support and uh, back to the show. Super Duty Tough Work, Blueprint Illogic. Back again. This week we're talking about why rappers hate jobs, y'all. Why do they hate jobs? We're breaking it down. This is a conversation nobody wants to have, but who we, we wouldn't be the most infamous if we didn't have these conversations. Well, we do, man. That's what we motherfucking do. So we got three more left, y'all. Three more left. And, um, you know, number seven reason rappers hate jobs is they would rather sell drugs. easier it's easier because you're still kind of working for yourself <laughs> it's kind of like being a rapper man it's kind of because you get a, a lot job. of the same benefits a lot of same benefits a lot of same benefits you it's kind of sexy it's kind of sexy you know what i mean it's like it's, it's not like you know garbage man and drug dealer that's definitely not the same you know what i mean it's not, like, not at all drug dealers got some, some cachet yeah and so uh a lot of a lot of rappers they just want to sell weed they'd be like look if i get a job i'm gonna buy a pound and they just be like <laughs> go to the shows and they just sell fucking dirt weed to everybody. You know what I mean? Like the rapper who sell dirt weed. That'd be they shit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but they don't buy care because they got to buy it from the fucking rapper friend. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? You know, so, you know, it's it's, 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 it's easier. It's easier to, to do that or hustle, you know, because it's like, it's a huge change to get a real job and have a real boss. Yeah. And have structure. 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 Can't just work when you want to work. Yeah, you know, like you work all the time. You know, if if it's time to work, you gotta work. And so it's it's different. But you know, some some rappers are like, nah, I don't I don't want to get a job. Before I do that, I'd rather do this. So they take that route, and it makes them think that man, this will work now. But again, you get a little older, you might want to move a little differently. 
Yeah. Because you don't want to be the rapper who like is just stuck at the same place for thirty years. You yeah, know? you gotta you gotta weigh your options. Weigh your options. Like, man. what is there to lose? You know what I'm saying? If you got something to lose, that's not the route to go. It's no. the easier route, but yeah. it's not the smart route. In a way, and most of these rappers be lying anyway. Most of them ain't sold no motherfucking <laughs> drugs. They don't know shit about selling dope. Get a real job, Thanks. bruh. Thanks. Get a job. You're not gonna be a good drug dealer. Mm. I can tell by how you rap. <laughs> like you motherfuckers always talking about getting jerked and these badass deals. How you? How you? Uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? A uh, uh, fucking Scarface level businessman. Are you out here getting jerked in your record contract? Mm. We don't believe you. Mm. Stay away from selling drugs. It's not for you. No disrespect. Because I'm sure we got some listeners who sell dope. <laughs> I hope you're good at it. <laughs> right. You know, so that's number seven. Number eight reason rappers hate jobs. Lack of freedom. Yeah. We got to talk. This is the realest, really. It's, it's one of the realest ones. Yeah. The freedom, you know, you can't just do what the fuck you want to do. Say what the fuck you want to say. Go where the fuck you want to go. Anytime, anywhere. No. No. You can't sit down and write rhymes for eight hours no more. Sorry. Yeah. It's that can't structure, smoke, man. Structure. Yeah, you can't smoke weed while you, you know what I'm saying? You can't, nah, you can't smoke weed in, in the work environment. Uh, might you can't have to smoke weed in tests. your cube. Yeah, you might take a hey. test or two. Hey, you know? test, your boy. It's taking quite a few. They keep cutting off my fucking goatee, man. I'm crazy. <laughs> Urine and a fucking follicle, man. I, I, can't, I can't do that. I can't play around. Mm-hmm. Some people feel me. Yeah. Like you, you know, freedom is it's a gift and a curse when it comes to art. You know, the gift is that you need to be free to create the best art. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to have your mind able to to move, to see things, to be able to respond to what's going on, to process what's going on in the world, and to give your unique take on it. That takes freedom. You can't do that if you're so bogged down by shit going on that you can't even think straight. Can't quiet your mind. So you need freedom, but that's the the gift, you know. But the curse is that too much freedom is bad for you. Yeah. You know, a lot of people think, uh, a lot of these artists think that their problem is they they need more freedom. But the truth is that they need more discipline. They need more structure. Need more structure. Yeah. A lot of people like that freedom, when you have structure in your freedom, it gives you the ability to write and focus better on your art yes then because if you just randomly you know it's like it's like you just out here freestyling yeah you know what i'm saying you ain't write the rhyme down you just out here you know picking bars out the sky it don't work it don't yeah. work it's, you can't get a hit that way not everybody yeah. can't get a hit that way you know and you end up becoming one of these people who works on an album for 12 they debut album for 13 years and it never drops yeah we know these people we talk to them all the time yeah man i've been working on this record for 16 years yeah. Almost done. Mm-hmm. Pretty soon. You ain't got no structure. You got too much freedom. Yeah. You got no deadlines. You ain't got nobody standing over you. You ain't got nobody helping you. Nobody holding you accountable. Right. That's the big thing. Accountability. Yeah. Too much freedom is just going to lead to a lack of accountability. So, you know, but I get it. I get people don't want to give that up. I get it. You know, I'm in the midst of trying to reintroduce I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to use my free time now 
Right. But I got to figure out my schedule first. I and when I first started doing, I, my estimate was that it would take me about two months mm-hmm. to figure out how I like to work, how to you know how to do the job, right? Before I figured out how to integrate this shit into it. Whereas maybe I could bring my laptop, maybe I could make a beat while I'm out, maybe I could, you know what I mean? Like all those little things that I, I'm not doing. I'm not even trying to integrate the two right now. I'm just trying mm-hmm. to learn a job, you know. But it takes time. You have to, to to go into that thing and then you have to figure out how to pick and choose your spots. Yeah. And the spots are where you get to exercise your freedom because, you know, you might not always have all day to work on this shit. Thanks. I mean, some people got kids and they know damn well they ain't got all day to work on no fucking art. Yeah, even if they don't have a job. <laughs> exactly. Now, you know you ain't got that much time, player, so you better just, you know, get on top of your discipline. So that's number eight. Last bullet point, brother. Last bullet point. Having a boss. Reason number nine, rappers hate jobs. It's the worst feeling. <laughs> it's the worst. It's the worst. It's the worst. Even though, even though it's, you know, you understand that yeah. it has to be. But when you go, dude, I, I was, I didn't have a job for eight months. Yeah. The last eight months, I've been getting up when I want it, yeah. working on music when I want it, working on watching movies when I want it, you know, <laughs> yeah. smoking smoking weed if yeah. I want it. You know what I mean? Yeah. All of that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you know, boss makes that completely different because now it's like, oh, shit, if I'm late, I got to call somebody and tell them why I'm late. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? If yeah. I need to leave early, I got to get permission. What the fuck is this? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's yeah. funny. Man, let me tell you some funny shit my boss did to me the other day. Why does man send me a video of me running the yellow light? Wow. <laughs> I took a yellow. It was like, I, I still, I stand by my decision. You know what I'm saying? Because it was right. like, the, the shit turned yellow. I was like two car lengths from the light. It was mm-hmm. green. So if you imagine two car lengths distance, a truck is mad long. Yeah, you ain't got time to stop, really. Right. So at two car lengths, if that shit's green, I'm stepping on the gas mm-hmm. because I'm like, if, if it changes, I'll be fucked. So this, it, it, as soon as I hit that gas, it went yellow. My cab was under it and the trailer wasn't. Man, this fool hit me with the uh, text with, hey, uh, <laughs> watch, watch those yellow lights. <laughs> they got the fucking camera on the fucking truck. Just caught my whole shit. I'm like, damn, I got you. <laughs> you know it's like what's funny is like i rarely i'm I'm the my trainer used to get on me for not taking no yellows mm. i'm the dude who never does but i swear the only two i took this week gotcha. these fuckers got video up yeah i ain't get no <laughs> i ain't get no tickets that was like i looked around it was you know what i mean it was it was clear it was clear it was like six o'clock in the morning pitch black mm. out there it's like i got this one you know Hey, hey, Al, hey, uh, I just want to send this to you. <laughs> that takes some getting used to when you've been working for yourself for 20 years. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. Like, right. oh, okay. It's whatever. You know what I mean? I'm going to still be safe. And, uh, but yeah, having a boss can be weird, man. Mm-hmm. I get why some people don't want to do it. I get it. I get it. You know, it's a consequence. But, you know, most of us, if you've actually been successful independently, I think you would actually be surprised how good you are in corporate. In, in, work environment 
Yeah, because, because the thing is, like, since we've been working by ourselves, and we both chosen jobs where most of the time we're working by ourselves anyway. Yep. You know, so as long as I understand how to do my job, my boss don't really have to talk to me that much anyway. Exactly. I keep it that way. I make sure to keep it that way because I don't yeah. want. I don't want to be interact. I don't want somebody to have to tell me to do my job. Mm-mm. Nah, the less interaction, the better. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And my boss is cool. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like I don't mind the interactions, but I rather yeah. them be cordial interactions than instruction. Because mm-hmm. you, you know, know the mean? more instruction they give you, the they, they start to subconsciously think that you don't know what you're doing. Exactly. Just so like let me stop asking this man questions. Let me mm-hmm. let me just figure this shit out because if I ask this motherfucker, he's gonna be thinking, ah, maybe he's not as ready as I thought they were. You know. Yep. You know, like having a boss is a trip, but you know it's part of it. What I feel like too is like when you compare how someone who's been self-employed approaches a job versus someone who's only been an employee approaches a job, mm-hmm. it's night and day. Oh, very much. Like I had, I noticed I I have one speed. It's go hard as fuck all the time. I don't have no low speed cruise. It's like I'm going. Everything that needs to be done, I'm doing it. Where some people who have just had jobs and never owned their own shit, they don't have that pride in ownership. Right. You know, and so they don't go as hard as the motherfuckers who've been self-employed because self-employed motherfuckers know if you don't get up and get it, nothing happens. Yeah. Everything is on you. You know, so you would be surprised how much better you do in some of these work environments than some of these people who are in them all the time. And you would actually be very successful given what you've learned from being a a hip hop artist. So definitely. That's it. That's it. (sighs) Why rappers hate jobs? Let me read them back for y'all. Number one, FOMO. Fear missing out. Number two, pride. Failure, looking like a failure. Number three, perception. It's not a sexy job. Number four, laziness. Number five, the benefits. Number six, they don't have careers to fall back on. Number seven, they'd rather sell drugs. Number eight, lack of freedom. And number nine, having a boss. These are nine reasons. Rappers hate jobs. Um, we appreciate y'all tuning in. You know, we're here. Going to be back more regular. Holidays is a trip too, you know. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I feel like we always get a little spotty around Thanksgiving to New Year's, you know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, once again, support this episode sponsor, uh, the Human Zoo album by uh, Alaska and Jason Griff. Use the coupon code SDTW and get 20% off the CD purchases of the record. Uh, we appreciate y'all listening and we'll see y'all next week. Peace. Peace. Thank you for listening to Super Duty Tough Work. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Follow the podcast on SoundCloud. Nobody know about. I mean, super duty tough work. <laughs>